Hey, this is Sean Mandoli, and I'm the pastor of Sanctuary LA, and you're listening to our podcast. Thank you for joining us. I hope this message encourages and inspires you. Remember to follow us on social media at My Sanctuary LA and enjoy the message. Open your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 2, uh, verse 19. And we're going to jump right in. Look at your neighbor and say, We're family. All right. Look at, look at somebody else. Tell them we're family. All right, come on, I'm going to get you to participate from the front end. Say, we're family. Yeah. Say, like you say, we family. Okay, look at him. Look at him again. Say, you're stuck with me. You are stuck with me. Look at him. Tell him. Tell him, you, I ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. All right, we're family. All right, that's what family is. All right? Family is. All right, you had no... We, anyway, I'm, I'm about to preach here, and I, it's down in my notes here. I'm going to try to hold on, but... Um, we're family. So Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19, and I'll open us up in prayer. We'll get right into this, okay? You guys ready? You guys ready to get, get a word from God today? All right, let's do this. Okay, let me pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, uh, for the word. Uh, God, I pray right now in Jesus' name that I wouldn't speak to babes, but I would speak uh, to mature saints, Lord. And not everybody in here uh, is at the same level. But I speak to the maturity of the Christ in everyone. I pray in the name of Jesus that every person in here, Father God, that I wouldn't just give them milk to drink or bread to eat, but I pray that I'd give them uh, meat for their spirit, that I would give them something sustainable. Father, I pray that I wouldn't speak from the outer court or the inner court, but I would speak from the Holy of Holies. Father, we want to go deeper. Uh, Lord, we want to grow. And Lord, there, Lord, I thank you for the profoundness of the call of God in each person, the depth and the deep things inside of everyone. I pray that by your spirit and your word, I'm able to speak to those things and stir those things inside your people. In Jesus' mighty name. Everybody said? Amen. All right. Ephesians chapter 2, 19. I'm going to read that in a moment, but I just want to just share something. We had a really great week as a church community, being that it's we, our family. Um, I had an opportunity with our connect group at Mendez to go hang out there with some of the, some of the crew here and some of the students and teachers and just be out there on the street, um, just supporting and loving them. And, and most every person I was introduced to as I was introduced to as the pastor across the street, Somebody say amen. Um, and, and then they were, they were all like, man, pray for us, pastor. <laughs> you know, everybody was like, I don't know where they're at with the Lord, but they're like, can you pray for us, please? And yes, and so it was just awesome. And it, you could just feel the whole community vibe out there. There were students there. There were people from church there and, 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 and um, obviously the teachers and everything. And we were just out there to support them. And they're not done yet, still going through that. But we're here as a community and we're going to at least do what we can as a community to, to stand with them and show our love to them. Amen? And so this ain't a political thing, man. This is a people thing. All right, it's quiet already. Here we go. Welcome to church at Sanctuary LA. But, but this, is a, this is a community. This is we are family. And I just want to talk about this here um, that, um, and really just uh, look at what is in the Bible. The Bible talks about the word household and, and, and the household of faith and the household of God. And, I, and Pastor Jay did such an amazing job last week, and he even talked about, man, sometimes family ain't a good word for people. Like, the way I grew up, family was crazy, okay? The, my family was nuts. 
was not functional, healthy by any stretch of the imagination. There are good things and things that I appreciate, but when you look, when I look back, there is no way I would want my kids to come up in the type of house I came up in. And maybe you can relate with me. I'm not, I don't know. You know, all of our family dynamics are different the way we grew up and different now. But I, but I want to tell you that God, God, I want to talk about really the household of faith uh, that, that regardless of what your family is like or was like, or, but that, but, but the, the, the heart and the love and the power of the household of God, that we as a community are family. Like, what is that? really mean and so I, I I thought that was just great to be out there um, with the teachers and just um, you know just show our support and just be out there because we truly are family so Ephesians chapter 2 verse 19 if you're there say I got it okay um, come on you can be a little louder than that if you're there say I got it you got you guys cold out there how's the wet how's is it okay you guys good okay we're still working it out you guys all right okay yeah it's good okay just making sure um, because I can control the AC from my cell phone. So if, I'm not taking any special requests, though. So don't give me that look when you're, like, really cold. Just put your jacket on. No, I'm just playing. Uh, uh, so Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19. Here we go. Uh, now, therefore, you are no longer strangers. Uh, look at your neighbor and say, you're not a stranger. You're not a stranger or a foreigner. If you say, uh, look at your neighbor and say, you're not a foreigner. Now, how, we're talking about the house of God. But fellow citizens, look at your neighbor and say, hello, citizen. We have those shirts, those, those, those shirts with the, all the print, all the old English on the back. It says kingdom citizen. Somebody say amen. So, so, but fellow citizens, fellow citizens with the saints. Look at your neighbor. Say hello, saint. Come on now. Look at somebody say, man, you're looking like a saint today. You look at it. All right. Saint. we saints. Some of you are laughing when they called you a saint because you know what you've been through. You're like, I don't know. You know, but no, in Christ, we're saints. We're saints. We're not to be worshiped or prayed to, but we are holy ones because of the holy one in us. We are anointed ones. You are a saint because of your faith in Jesus. You are a, you are not a stranger and a foreigner, but fellow citizens, here it is with the saints and members of the household of God. Everybody say household. All right. Anybody out there, you just love to kick it at the house. Anybody like, man, I just want to get to the house, all right? Yeah, all the, you know, anybody out there that you, when you were younger, you like to be out a lot, you grow, you're getting a little older, you're like, man, I just want to go to the house. I'm good at just being at the, anybody, anybody enjoy just homebodies? You're like, I just want to be home, put my slippers on, put my hoodie on, and kick it in my sweats, and my hoodie. That's my, there, there's your visual for me. My wife, we both got hoodies. We got our home hoodies. We got house shoes. Gia got the cutest little house shoes. They got, they're like princess. They almost look like, like Cinderella's slippers, but they're like slippers, like house shoes. She rocks those house shoes, rocking them yesterday. Cute little shiny house shoes. She loves those house shoes. It's got the little comfortable, um, like fake, fake sheepskin on the inside. But anyway, anybody like house shoes? You know, some of you wear your house shoes out, don't you? You wear your house shoes, you wear your house shoes to... Late night Walmart run, you in the house shoes. <laughs> anybody ever see anybody with the house shoes outside? You're like, come on now, this ain't the house. All right. Come on now, you ever? Anyways, okay. Where was I? Household. Anybody just love the house? 
All right. And, and just I won't go all into my story right now, but I remember there was a time where I did not want to be in my house. I literally I would spend, spend weeks somewhere else as a child, as a kid. It's weeks just kind of come in. Hey, everybody, I'm still alive. Peace. I'm out. I'm out of here. OK, so I understand the complexity of of, of, of the human experience that might not quite line up to, with God's heart for you, okay? But so what we're talking about here is just two simple things about the, uh, that you are a member of the household of God. You, this is your house. This is your house. And so the household in the Greek, it's the word oikeos. Say that with me. Say oikeos. Say it again. Say oikeos. This is what it means. It literally means this. Household means to belong to a family. Means to belong to a family. And as a result, be devoted to its health and growth. I'm going to say it again. This is what household means. When it's talking about the household of God, the household of faith, and how you can take this and make this your household, it is that the people there belong to a family, and they are devoted to its health and success. I'm going to say it again. The truest definition, if you want to unpack this, in the heart of God, when God created the household of God, what came out of his heart was an environment where people belong and where they're devoted to a cause. I'm going to say it again. Where people belong and where they're devoted to a cause. And in the heart of God is this word belonging. Okay? And, and household, oikeos in the Greek means to belong to a family. And that word belong, it, the word belong means to have proper qualifications. To have proper qualifications. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm qualified. Look at somebody else and say, I'm certified. I'm qualified. Say it again. Say, I'm qualified. I'm qualified to be properly or appropriately placed. Say this with me. Say, God placed me here. It means to be a part. Say, I'm a part of this thing. It means to be linked with. Say, I'm linked up with this thing. Say it with me. Say, say I'm qualified. I'm placed. I'm a part. I'm linked up. I belong. All right. And this is my first point here is that you belong here. You belong here. That's what household means. That the truest definition, you belong here isn't just a cool way to make people feel good. That is literally what the household means. It means that people belong. When Dominico and Giovanna were born, our, our um, four-year-old and our six-year-old, they instantly belonged. Why? Because they're there. It's my child. Think about God's heart for children. That when they are coming to a household, the definition of that word literally means that you belong that the first thing that, they, that, a, that a baby ought to experience when they're born is that they belong. All the attention goes to that baby. Um, the, the whole scheduling system of that household changes. Things change. Kids are kicked out of rooms. They got to share a room now because we got a baby. They belong here. Make room for the baby. Move them around. Whatever it takes. Schedules this and that. Babies be changing things. Right? That's why we love to plan to have babies. Anybody know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you guys all right out there? <laughs> but but, but the, this thing about we belong, and this is the thing is that we don't get to choose who is a part of our family. Yeah. Anybody ever wish you could choose? Like just look at a menu, be like, okay, maybe a little bit of this, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. 
Giovanna, she wants a sister. She doesn't have a choice. People are like, oh. I mean, I, I believe she can pray and ask God, but really, at the end of the day, my daughter doesn't have a choice. Like, she's like, look, I want a brother. Be like, okay, Gia, um, let's talk to mama. We're going to get that for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? She doesn't have a choice. That's the thing is that we don't have a choice, but we do have a choice to love and care for those that show up. I didn't have a choice for my firstborn to be a girl. I'm so glad she's a girl, my favorite girl. That's my princess, right? She's, she's, she's my heart running around a little girl's body. I'm like, well, you know, be careful out there, girl. That's my heart running around out there, right? But, and, and I didn't have no choice to have a boy, a boy but, but I didn't have a choice. I didn't, I didn't get to pick what they look like and this and that and all. Like, like, that's God's choice. And same with the household of God. We don't get to choose who comes in here. Lord forbid, that would start to get really weird if we get to choose who comes in here. Come on, somebody. That's what household means, that you belong. When you're here, you belong. When you show up, you belong. Why? Because in the heart of God, he placed you here. He put you here. He brought Giovanna to this earth. He brought, that's a sacred thing. I have no play in those decisions. I had the decision to try to make a baby, but I don't have the decision on the outcome and all that good stuff. But, but so as the family of God is that we don't get to choose. You know, God sovereignly des- determines who is placed where. God doesn't give us what we want. He gives us what to want. I'm going to say it again. I'm so glad God has not answered all my prayers. Oh, man, this is quiet in here. Because not that my prayers were hopefully not... um, evil or or had some motive or some some ulterior motive behind them but it's possible that even at our best our prayers can be off and and many times the way God places people in our family is because it's who we need not who we want yes Lord right like last night I was snoring all night and my wife, I was waking her up all night. She was kicking me like, like hard. And I was like, sorry, baby. And then you try to sleep on your side, but then it gets sore. And I go back to my back because it's more comfortable. And <clears throat> start snoring. But see, she didn't get, when she fell in love with me, she didn't get to pick whether I snored a time or two or not. She didn't get that choice. I belong here, woman. This is my bed, too. And I was like, babe, for real, if I'm like that, because it isn't all the time, welcome to my personal life family, but it isn't all the time, but I'm like, babe, if I ever do that again, for real, I'm willing to go just like bunk up in Nico's bed or something just because, you know, and she's like, no, I don't want you to sleep in a different bed, but I don't want you not to sleep all night either. But there's a thing is as family, there's, there's just things as part of family that we don't have any choice in. We don't have any choice and we don't get to pick and choose what we want and how we want it. God determines who's up in the mix. Amen. He determines those cousins and uncles that are a little, I don't know, but they are family. All right. And so in in the household of God that we we have the opportunity to love people and to uh, care for them. Because they are here. They are family. 
all right regardless of background or ethnicity or any of that we are all family all right acts chapter 17 verse 26 all right let's turn there here quickly but i want to encourage you that you belong here all right acts chapter 17 verse 26 and he has made from one blood every nation of men one blood we're all one blood to dwell on all the face of the earth and has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings. That you, I, I, I submit to you today that you are here by divine providence and divine assignment. That God has placed you in this time and place for a purpose. The God of all purpose has called you with a purpose, on purpose, on time. The God of all time has placed you in time for this time. All right. So so this is the sovereignty of God and the hand of God when it comes to family that he places you where you are in the time that you are to to fulfill purpose and what God has placed inside of you. All right. And you belong here. You know the you know the Bible says we're accepted in the beloved. Think about this. This is the heart of God. You're accepted in the beloved, capital B, accepted by God himself. Jesus said, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden. He's saying, you belong here. He expressed this in his earthly ministry. Everybody he uh, prayed for publicly or stepped in on, they were people more times than not. They were rejected by the majority. They were pushed away. They were ostracized. They were shamed for their sin. And Jesus stepped in and said, I don't condemn you. Go and sit no more. You know, every person that Jesus validated, he was saying to the world, to humanity, that you belong here. The religious people were like, kill her for getting caught in the act of adultery. Jesus said, okay, you, if you haven't sinned, throw the first stone. He said, you belong here. The blind man, they said, shut up, you dirty blind man. Be quiet. And Jesus said, no, bring him to me. He said, you belong here. Time and time again throughout Scripture, the, the immoral woman that came into the Pharisee's house and started to weep at Jesus' feet and wash his feet with her hair and use her tears to wash his feet. And they said if he knew what kind of woman this was, he wouldn't let her touch him. And he said, woman, you belong here. Time and time again, that is the heart of God. I believe that, that that is the identity of who you are. God the Father told Jesus when he was baptized in the river Jordan, he said, he said, behold my beloved son with whom I'm well pleased. What was God, what was heaven saying to their first begotten of the Father? You belong here. And, and your identity in Christ and, your, and God's affirmation of just you, not because you did anything, because when the Father validated Jesus when he was baptized, Jesus, according to Scripture, performed no miracles yet. He didn't do any type of ministry, but he says, oh, I'm well pleased with him. Validated him. And, and I believe that, that depression, anxiety, suicide, insecurity all stems from not truly understanding and believing that you belong here and I'm speaking of the heart of God 
that the, the heart of God for you, the heart of this house for you, that you belong, you're supposed to be here. You, you're supposed to be here. You are not an accident. You might have been a surprise. I talked to my, we, we took my mom out for, um, for her birthday last night and my little brother was there and um, he was a surprise. But he wasn't a mistake, but he was a surprise. Right? We, we planned Dominico and Giovanna. They weren't surprises. We're so thankful for them. But, you know, Lord forbid that we get a surprise. But if we do, they belong here. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Look at your neighbor and say, you belong here. You belong here. You belong here. You, when I first got saved, I came into the church world. I was, a, I was, a, I was just a weed-smoking, worldly kid off the street skateboarding just a mess all kind of issues and whatnot and the one thing I remember as a teenager in the house of God that was became my home was you belong here didn't look like anybody in there and back then they wore suits and ties like everybody did and and it wasn't my ethnicity it was a Filipino church and there I was and the Sunday school was in Tagalog and I was all up in there. What's up, everybody? Little white boy up in a Filipino church. And the, and, and the pastor was Vietnamese. My best friend was Vietnamese. And there was a whole bunch of Hispanics in there. Like, I'm used to this. Come on, somebody. But, but what, what, there wasn't any of that. But by the Spirit of God and the heart of God in that community said, you belong here. So what got me through my, in my walk with God, in my early years walking with the Lord, is that you belong here. We're going to help you walk out your process. You belong here, Sean. You belong here. And I was telling my wife this. I never experienced an environment like that before. I never experienced in the house of God and around my Christian friends. I called them my Christian friends back then because they were Christian and they were my friends because I had a whole lot of other friends that weren't. So I, I had Christian. Anybody, anybody got some Christian friends? <laughs> and so, but I, for me, this is, this is just truly my journey here in, in my walk with God is that I honestly could be myself around my Christian friends. Like I, I didn't have to prove anything. There was no competition per se. It was like, wow, I can just be real. And so that is what the house is all about, where you can just kind of, you know, just be real, keep it real. Let your guard down. That's what the household means, that you belong. Actually, if you really break down that word, oikeos, is that it really means to, to perceive, to know, or really to, to know and be known. Oikeos in the Greek. When you step into oikeos, when you step into the proverbial household of heaven, the house of God, the family of God. You step into an environment where you will know and you will be known. All right? Hallelujah. Here's my next point. This is my last point. What was my first point? Yes. Give it up for Katie, everybody. She got it right. All right. Yes. Class participation. I love that. Um, had a lot of class participation in our connect group on Thursday night. I asked somebody in my group because it's a financial budgeting group. You know, it's amazing stuff. I was like, bro, are you, do you like it? He's like, I wouldn't say like, but 
Um, but it's no, but not in a bad way. It was just, it was just, it's just uh, super helpful, and and it's like, and it, it's just challenging to go higher in our finances and stuff. And so God doesn't always give us what we want; He gives us what to want. In the family of God, I'm telling you right now, if 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 you're struggling with pride, get in a household. I'm gonna say it again. If some people are like, man, I'm really struggling with pride. Well, just hang out with people. Because they're going to find out who you are, and they're going to help you stay humble. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Like, I don't, I'm not called pastor at my house. I wish I was. Bishop. Man, man of God. Right? The only time, I've said this before, the only time my wife calls me pastor is when I'm acting a fool. It's when my behavior isn't befitting of my spiritual office. She reminds me of that office. Are you sure you want to do that, Pastor Sean? <laughs> the only time this woman calls me by... Somebody say family. <laughs> family keep you humble, keep you grounded. You will, never, you will not struggle with pride long if you're in real relationship. <laughs> They'll help you out, okay? And if you're, str- if, you, if you're getting down, you won't stay down long if you're a part of family. They're going to pick you up. They're going to keep you grounded, but they're going to pick you up. Come on, somebody. That's what family's all about. Anybody appreciate some people in your life that keep you grounded? Yes. Are you guys awake this morning? All right. You're right. They keep my wife. You don't have to worry about me because I am married to Crystal Gale. And if you know Crystal Gale, she will keep a brother right. Okay. You don't worry about me. Okay. If, if we're good, I'm good. I'm just telling you. If, just check up on the marriage. If the marriage is good, Sean's going to be good. He's going to stay grounded. The Lord's going to keep him humble before him. Hallelujah. All right? We, we need people around us that just keep us grounded. I think sometimes when people get off, off and they, they, they have this, um, this haughtiness about them or they just think they're all that, I can tell you right now, they're not connected to, to people. Because God designed for relationship to keep us in right rhythm with them and God himself. I'll tell you right now that the way God matures and develops us will always be through the context of family. This is how God does it. As great as you are and your call and as your influence and your gift and all that good stuff outside of family it will get perverted all right because we are a part of a body and we're all joint supply and and we all are giving and 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 we are all receiving so any any success out the outside the context of kingdom community and relationship is perverted it is not how God intended it. This is never a one-man show. No human on the face of the earth was intended to be entirely independent through a scriptural, biblical perspective. The book of Acts, the kingdom community, Jesus himself, the son of God. If anybody didn't need anybody, it was him. But God intended that our Savior walked the earth closely with 12 dudes for three years. He lived in community. He took time alone by himself, but he lived in community. That here's my, here's my last point. Devotion is the result of belonging. So that's the definition of the word. Oikeos is, is, is belonging, but also devotion. 
that God just doesn't want you accepted. He wants you to fulfill an assignment. God just doesn't want you to be loved. He wants you to fulfill the call of God on your life. That it isn't just all about belonging. Because any environment that's just belonging and there's no mission there, it will eventually die because nothing is happening. That God gives assignment. That he gives acceptance, but he also gives assignment. In the book of Nehemiah, when they were building the wall, the Bible says that they placed families in position. That in any family, there is a mission, there's a call. I'm here to tell you today that your family has a call on it. That there's an assignment on you. There's an assignment on this church. That we aren't just called to be accepted. We're called to be accepted. And in that environment, we will get on with our assignment. That we aren't just called to be loved in this room because there's people outside here that aren't being loved. And you, that, that, that mission must be a part of it. So devotion or devoted to a cause is a result of belonging. Every environment where there's belonging but lacks a commitment to a cause can become stagnant and eventually die. Where there's devotion or commitment to a cause but there's no belonging, people will burn out and become unhealthy. So we as a community, we want to live up to the true definition that God gave in that word household is a place to belong, but it's also a place to fulfill an assignment. Anytime God called people, he always gave them an assignment. When he called Moses, he encountered him with his love and his acceptance of him, but he gave him an assignment. When he encountered Gideon, when God, when Gideon encountered God, he touched him, said, man, you're a mighty man of God. He affirmed him. He said, you belong here. But what did he do? He said, come on, go out there. I want you to build an army. Abram came to him, appeared to him, gave him an assignment. Jacob wrestled him down, touched him in the, in the hollow of his side, gave him an assignment. Isaiah, gave, Isaac gave him an assignment. The prophets, when he called him, he gave him an assignment. I'm telling you to tell you that God's calling you and he wants to prov- uh, give his love to you and provide that love to you. But in the context, there is an assignment on your life. There is a mandate on your life. I'm here to prophesy to every person in here that there is a mandate on your life, that you're called to be the light of the world, the salt of the earth. You're called to go into all the world and preach the gospel. And, and, and if, if we have that belonging and acceptance and that foundation, we are empowered to fulfill what God has called us to do. Here's my last scripture. Last scripture. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 16. As the worship team comes up, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 16. If you're uh, turning your Bibles, here it is. From whom the whole body joined and knit together. The whole body. All right? Say everybody. Say it again. Come on, everybody. Say everybody. From whom the whole body. From whom the whole body. From whom the whole body joined and knit together. You belong here. Joined and knit together. You belong here. Joined in it together by what every joint supplies. Assignment. You belong here, but you have an assignment. You belong here. God's going to give you freedom here. God's going to reveal himself to you and and bless you and validate you and and speak over you his love and rejoice over you and, and say, you know, you're the apple of my eye, God says. And and, and I love you with an everlasting love. And I came to earth to die for you. And, and if, you, if you were the only one, you're worth dying for, Stephen. If you're the only one, you're worth dying for, George. If you're the only one, you're worth dying for, Susie. You're worth dying for, Evan. 
you're the only one. If you're the only one, he'd do it. He'd do it. He did it. There was a risk in God coming because he doesn't control us. We're not robots. There's a risk in what he did. Will they choose me? He did it anyway. It's a relationship. It's not pro, I'm not programmed to worship. Angels are programmed to worship. All they say is holy, 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 holy. But we redeemed man and woman. God's like, they have a choice. They could be going through it. I wonder if they will. Choice. Family. Thank you for listening to the message. If you've been encouraged and inspired, give us a great review and share it with a friend today. Also, if you're ever in the LA area, join us for one of our powerful weekend gatherings. For more info and directions, follow us at My Sanctuary LA. Be blessed.